Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Stand on the line, turn the game again. Everybody's gonna lose and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Get Rich Quick with Josh. Noel. Right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Wow. Uh, <laughs> your home for all things uh, radio. Yep. I guess. Yeah. That works for me. Um, this is a show where I, Josh Rubin, and I, Noel Deneen, come together once a week. We pick a topic. Yep. We brainstorm separately. Yes. Come up with incredible ideas. Ideas that are intended to get you, the listener, filthy rich. Super rich. On said topic. Yep. We come together. We sit down around a purple massage table. Yep. And we spew these ideas at you fast, furiously. Yeah. You then take those ideas, you make them your own. Yeah. By the way, Fast and Furious, you might uh, hear from our lawyers. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, or when Fast and Furious 9 comes out. Yeah. Can you believe they made nine of those fucking movies? Ridiculous. When Fast and Furious 9 comes out, advertise on our show. Yeah. Okay. That's Deal. your options. Deal. Yep. Um, <clears throat> we give you tips to get fa- Fast and Furious ideas, yep. concepts. Some would say schemes. Yes, to get rich. To get rich. And uh, we don't ask anything up front, no. No. We're not hustlers. We're not con men. We're not carpet baggers. No, trust me. We're believers. We're good guys. We're believers. Yes, we believe in you. We don't ask for money up front. No. We say, we know this is going to work. Yeah. We believe in our product so much that we're giving it to you. We're telling you, go out there and get rich. Mm-hmm. Do your thing. Mm-hmm. We want you to succeed. Mm-hmm. We support you. Yeah. And then, only then. Only then. When you've made your millions. Yes. Your billions. Yes. Your, dare I say it? Yes. Dare I say it? Yes. Dare I say it? Say it. it. Trillions. <laughs> of dollars. Only then. Do we expect some form of appreciation? That's right. No free lunches. Well, actually, you, you <clears throat> eat your breakfast for free. For lunch, we want 10% of everything you've made. That's right. With our help. That's right. Yep. When you can't you, change a light bulb without the ladder. We're better than a deal with the devil because we don't ask for your soul. No. We only ask for 10%. You don't have to sign anything in blood. That's right. We're better than the church. Yeah. Because we don't expect you to tithe us up. Up front mm-hmm. and just have faith yeah. that things are going to turn out all right. Although we do bore everyone for an hour. We do what? <laughs> we bore everybody for an hour. Yeah, we do that. <laughs> we do that. But, you know, look, you can, you know, you can fast forward through parts. You find yeah. the idea that you like and yeah. you just go with that. You know, I'm just saying. No. However you decide to do it, we don't care. Hang on our every word. We may have a secret code in the middle that gets you rich. Ding, ding, ding. Is that backwards? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, play that backwards, guys. That's right. Um, 
But yeah, that's what we do. Yeah. We do that and only that. That's our life. We don't make any money doing it. No. Nope. Not yet. No. Nope. But we will. Oh, man. You guys are, I know. It's going to come raining. I know that you guys are out there doing this. Yes. Throwing your, uh, I can't wait till I get, this is what I want. Okay. okay. This is what I want. I want our listeners, the ones that have really made it rich uh, now. So many. I want you to start sending us your Scrooge McDuck photos. Yeah. Your little selfies of you s- and videos of you swimming. In money. In your money. Yeah. Diving, spitting it up in the air. Oh, yeah. In your vaults. Yeah. All your coins and your bills, your Bitcoin, yep. your Ethereum. I want to see you swimming in it. Shaking your head and <clears throat> that's right. gold falling out of your ears. And then we're going to have a contest. Where the best video or selfie uh-huh. of you Scrooge McDuckin, and hashtag everything Scrooge McDuck. Hashtag everything Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> uh, and there'll be a prize. Oh. Something big. Are we bringing back the pee jar? <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe. <clears throat> Covered in jewels. Covered in jewels. Yeah. Anyway, so I haven't seen Noel. I haven't seen you in a whole week, Noel. No, you have not. It's been uh, since the day after Thanksgiving was the last time I saw you. Yes. That's You've true. had a lot going on, I bet. Uh, yeah, it's been a pretty busy week. Yeah. Um, Radio Free Brooklyn moved. It's new digs. New digs. Uh, 100 Bogart. You feel like you should be putting that out on the air? With the address? Yeah. I don't think it's a secret. Oh, We're not like boy. A, a crime signicate. I, a signicate? Yeah. Um, maybe you're not, but you know, you never know who's going to show up at the door. They got a security guard at this door. <clears throat> oh, up. that's right, guys. Those of you who are thinking that you are going to just steal all the equipment and start your own radio station. Uh-uh. We are now amongst the elite. After listening to our independent radio station show featuring our own Tom Tenney. Yeah. Not going to happen. Nope. Can't do it. There's security now. Yeah. But maybe if you bring them a dozen donuts Ooh, that might happen and a cup of coffee <laughs> yeah with a little roof and all in it uh oh come on what? he'd just do it for the coffee he'd let you go in yeah ah, go on in you seem like an all right guy yep. i'm just a crusty old security guard yep mr magoo mr my Ma- oh what was mr magoo's catchphrase uh didn't I he have know. a line was probably there? something like where's my glasses oh magoo you've done it again i oh, think that's what it was you've done it again magoo right You've done it again. This is why Josh is a genius. Why am I a genius? Because you come up with that. I came up with it? Like I, You mean I pulled it out of my ass? You pulled it out. Yeah. Okay. If that's why I'm a genius, then mm-hmm. it's a very specific thing. How often do I not pull it out? Out of your though? ass of holding, as they say in D&D <laughs> circles. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. The ass of holding. Yeah. That. that I wish someone had done that in D and D when I played it when I was a kid. What had an asshole holding? Had had created the ass of holding. I, you know, I I played D and D once. I don't doubt that for just once. Yeah, because they kicked me out because <laughs> I kept wanting to do stuff like that, and I just wanted to do crazy stuff. And they're like, "You can't do that." And I'm uh-huh. like, "I thought the whole point is you can do whatever you want," and they kicked me out in in like an hour. Yeah, I think what what one learns in the world of D and D is that people are very uh, caught up in the world of rules. Yeah. Yeah, you can only do whatever you want so long as you do whatever they want you yeah. to do. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, <laughs> that pretty much sums it up. Kind of like the real world. Uh-huh. Were you a kid when you played it, or were you an adult? No, it was when adult-ish. I was in school. Okay, as like a child? No, and like Teenager? university. Oh, university. Yeah, so I think like my first year. Like grade school was not, you didn't call it school? Was, was that a Canadian thing? In, in Canada, they call it when you go into school. Okay, so when when you in Canada, they call when you it all say, school. Okay, <laughs> but we know what you're talking about. So when, but I'm saying in Canada, when you say I did it when I was in school, uh-huh. they know you mean university. That's uh, like a if standard. I said it like that, they would have got it. Any Canadians wow. out there, write in. Uh huh. So, l- yeah. Let me know if you were confused. Uh huh. Or if Josh is confused. And also send us pictures of you, Scrooge McDuckin. Scrooge McDuckin. Hashtag Scrooge McDuck. Yeah. Yeah. If you're not rich. Find some yellow snow that looks like gold. That's a, I don't care what you do. Look, it could just be a jar of pennies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Yeah. Just swim around in it. Roll around in your bed. Monopoly money. Make it trickle. <laughs> Make it trickle. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. Make it mist. Yeah. <sighs> That's right. Make it moist. So. We just lost our two female listeners <laughs> because I said moist. Yeah. Thanks, Josh. Women don't like that word for some yeah. reason. I know. Yeah. But what about when used in like a cake? I have worked with chefs mm-hmm. who don't like that word. Female chefs who. I've worked with. I know, I, a lot of people don't like that word. And maybe, I'm not sure. I've never met a man been, that, that doesn't like that word. I don't care either way. But I'm trying to think of all the people that have. Because I know a lot of people have said that to me. And I can't remember if they were all women or not. I remember my, a lot of people saying it. My experience uh, with that one has been it's it's a it's a word that I've only experienced women not liking. Yeah. Ooh. If I had an ass of holding like you, uh-huh. I could have remembered if they were men. You would have. You would have pulled all of the women that you remember out of your ass. Yeah. Of holding, and uh, well, I could have remembered who it was that told me these. Yeah, the problem when you have an ass of holding, yeah, is things get held in a little too long. <laughs> yeah, they and dry then up. You just get constipated. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Noel. Yeah. So your week was. Uh, so yeah, uh, we moved Radio Free Brooklyn. Yeah. Uh, and I helped rehook up the studio, mm-hmm. pull all the cables, and nice. Which uh, brought is it, is it more streamlined? You know, we did that one live recording. Uh huh. Uh, that one live recording? We did that one live show that uh-huh. we also recorded to for for pod purposes. But I remember that it was it was not. At least to me, didn't seem terribly streamlined when we were in there. Have they gotten rid of some of the any extra stuff that has no purpose? Well, they had no choice for one thing. It's a little bit smaller, so oh, they had to make more wow. efficient use of the space. Good, uh, but it's a lot nicer. Nice, yeah. yeah I think it's going to work out. It, it's going to take a little settling in over of there, course. but That's uh, what always I think happened. it's going to be a good space. I feel for those guys that have to, uh, you know, that everyone running in and out of there to do their first shows in the new space. It's going to be a little hectic. Yeah. Well, you know, the one person who stuck around the latest was the woman who had the first show in the new space the next day. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Good for what I was smart. And uh, so she tested out all her stuff to make sure she knew what she was doing. Um, But it brought back all these memories Uh of when I used to... uh, Worked at a big bank for a long time mm-hmm. and did all their uh, moves and installs of all their servers mm-hmm. and uh, computers. And on the trading floors and in the computer rooms, you'd have to like 
get like under the floor and pull the cables under. Mm-hmm. And then on the desks, this always drove me crazy because everything's got to be neat, right? right? So you'd have to like get under the desk and fish a cable up behind the desk until you think it's on the top of the desk mm-hmm. and then let go and try and get up real quick and grab it before it falls. Oh, yeah, yeah, I got you. Uh, and sometimes it would take so many tries mm-hmm. and you just try and try and try. It was that little stupid thing was the bane of my existence right. at that point in my life. I bet you wish you had a lot of arms. I wish I had many arms. Like eight of them. Even. Sure, eight would be good. Like octopole, octo arms. Octo arms. That would make you almost like an octopus. It would. Oh, whoa, <laughs> wait a second. Wait a second. Uh-huh. That was amazing. Yeah. I just realized that your story mm-hmm. is like a lead-in to our topic today. I don't believe it. Because our topic today is... Yeah, our topic today is octopuses, how to get rich <sighs> with them, how to... Blow ink at the bank and hold wow. so much money, you need eight arms. So much ink, you're printing your own money. Oh, nice. Um, I, It's funny. You texted me octopuses, uh-huh. and I was so ready to like go off on you oh, about I, how stupid Noel is. I got and, a little uh, something I wrote down uh, here in case you tried and to. Doesn't, and then I said, you know what? I bet he'd check this out. I didn't. I, I bet he knew this was the actual wing. He was. I had a feeling I was being entrapped. Uh huh. And so I looked it up, <laughs> and you were right. That's it's just octopuses. You're paranoid, though. Well, but obviously I was right. Uh, yeah. The fact that you prepared stuff to to prove me wrong. Well, cause although I, you can use octopi. Octopi it's is not accepted. incorrect. And octopods is also not incorrect. But octopuses is the official correct. Uh, plural of octopus. Yeah. Octopedes, I think it is, actually. Oh, I just saw octopods. That's the, that's the most technically <clears throat> correct. Oh, is it? Yes, because it comes from the Greek, and the pluralization would be octopedes. And most people assume it comes from Latin, which would make the plural octopi. Right. Which is, it's not from Latin, though. Mm-hmm. So technically they're wrong, but it's so... Uh, accepted at this point right. that it 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 flies, right? Uh, but octopuses <laughs> is correct. It is, and so many people out there give you such a hard time. Of you don't even know the plural of octopi. <laughs> the plural of octopus. The, well, the pl- yeah. The oct the plural octopi would be octopi. Oct- octopi. Uh- <laughs> Octopiuses? Uh, yeah, and then in the plural that, if you have multiple <laughs> groups of multiple octopi, octopi <laughs> then it would be octopi. pi i i pi i That's like some terrible catchphrase on a TV show. Yeah. Octopi-i-i. you got to say it eight times, though. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, don't do it right now. Um I learned so many interesting facts about uh, octopi. It was really interesting. Octopuses. To, to learn about. You can say either one. I didn't know that they were a mollusk. That uh, they're in the same family as mollusks. Yeah, cephalods. Yeah, I did not know that. Oh, I didn't. I, I guess I didn't know that mollusks were cephalods. Either, uh, yeah. Whatever it may be. But I didn't know they were in the same family. They're so completely different. Yeah. Like, they're, it's like night and day. Yeah. I didn't know that their blood was blue. Yeah. I didn't know that they had three hearts. Yeah. They have three hearts. Mm-hmm. It, the, it, 
everything you read about them, it's like they're so highly evolved, <clears throat> but on such a different trajectory yep. than we are. Yep. You know, it's kind of cool. I read one article that actually posited the idea that if we were to create life in outer space, uh-huh. like because there, I don't know if you've read about this recently, that they figured out actually how to create life in outer space. Right, and there's this idea that this guy wants to send this stuff out to a planet that's habitable, mm-hmm. that's got all the the functions there, and start life there. And this per this article I read was that there's a very good chance they seem to think, based on all the information they have, that if you were to start life in outer space, that everything would evolve into octopi. Really, octopuses. Wow. Yep. Well, yep. if you hear my first scheme, he may want to rethink that. Uh oh. Yeah. What is it, Noel? Uh, What's your first scheme? Okay, so, guys, I read an article about octopuses uh, as a symbol of evil and propaganda, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's all pretty much, you know, show grasping tentacles of whatever. Right. Uh, I mean, isn't that Spectre? Wasn't yeah, Spectre's uh, 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 in yeah, the I think James so. Bond? It yeah. was an octopus yeah. on the ring? And uh, so this same image was used in propaganda for... The Red Threat for Capitalism, Austro-Hungarian Empire, Exxon, Federalism, Imperial Japan, Nazis, you name it. And actually, just to test it, I looked up uh, Trump octopus. And it showed a picture of his hair with multiple arms coming out it. Of it was his hair. It was mm-hmm. his head as an, on octopus mm-hmm. arms. It was so many, <clears throat> right? Oh, and they are, by the way, not tentacles, people. They're, they're not. arms. They're arms. Uh, they're not legs. They're arms. They're not ears. They're arms. Yeah, not noses. Arms. Uh, but the suckers are not fingers. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, so basically every threat ever has been represented as an octopus at some point, right? Uh, and so why is this well obviously because the arm thing grasping at everything yeah uh but also octopuses have almost always been a symbol of evil throughout history why is that uh traditionally they've always been referred to as an eight-legged sea monster Mm. ships and sailors lost at sea were often blamed on octopus the kraken hawaiians believed Octopus? Was the Kraken a giant octopus? Yeah. I was thought he was a giant squid. Every yeah, like image I've it's... seen of the Kraken has more of like a pointy like spearhead. I think it depends. Mm. Uh the um yeah, the Hawaiians thought octopus were aliens. I found a site called octopustruth.com. Uh-oh. And uh it sounds like octopus.truth.com would be like, here's a bunch of fun facts about Not octopus. to me. I've done this show long enough <laughs> yeah. to know that anything with truth in the title yeah. is exposing the truth yeah. about octopuses. Yeah. Their opening blurb of their uh-huh. website is this. Uh, if you would believe the mainstream media, mm-hmm. octopuses are cute, cuddly, seafaring playthings, seafaring playthings that would want nothing more than to kiss you with their oozy tentacle stickers and do your homework. <laughs> These spiders of the sea, the standard story goes, have no hidden agenda. They want to stay in their tanks, learn tricks, and eventually molt into beautiful silverfish. What? But behind their smiling eyes and waving hands is an underwater nightmare 
far more sinister <laughs> and frightening than the government and its allies in the news media would have you know. And it went downhill from there. Uh-huh. Uh, but this is just showing you how people... Yeah, that's crazy octopus. pants. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> if you Google evil octopus, uh, you know, one of the suggestions suggested searches is Cthulhu. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's true, yeah. Yeah, and if you don't know out there, Cthulhu was created by H.P. Lovecraft. He was a giant evil god asleep under the sea, uh, and native tribes were trying to wake him up so he could eat humanity, and he has an octopus head. He's a, like a human with wings and an octopus head. Uh, Cthulhu, very, very, very popular, by the way. So if you didn't know that, you're a ding. He is. If you're not, on, if you're on Facebook, someone has posted something about oh, Cthulhu. Yeah. If you're anywhere on I the internet, I think the classic meme has been Cthulhu hand Luke. Okay, sure. Uh so octopus, super smart. They can open jars. They can use tools. Uh, one aquarium kept wondering how the how the uh, tank the, uh, maintenance equipment kept shorting out, and they set up a camera and. Filmed this octopus squirting water at the light to put it out because it bothered him. Yeah, it was not in the tank. It mm-hmm. would get up to the tank and hit the hit the thing with water, and it would short out the whole system. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <clears throat> one was given food it didn't like, and it would wait until he knew the researcher was looking at him before mm-hmm. he'd throw the food away. He would. He would actually, as I read this, uh-huh. they gave him stale cuttlefish okay and he would look directly at the researcher like look the research in the eye uh-huh. and take the cuttlefish with one of its arms and shove it down the drain wow like it, there was the researcher was like there was no doubting well and and it would wait until it could it mm-hmm. would wait until it could make eye contact yep it would there was no doubting what this yeah. what this creature was trying to uh yeah and uh 60 percent of their neurons are not in their brain. No. They're in their arms. So their arms can think and do things independently. Yes, that's entirely what my next piece is about. Oh, I, I don't go too far into okay. that. Uh, I just thought that was crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they have crazy control over their bodies and skin. They change colors. They change shapes. They're Oh, man. Yeah, there's the one that can actually look like other creatures as mm-hmm. part of its camouflage. Yeah. Did you uh, did you check this out? They can edit their RNA. I did not. They can edit their RNA. They can change so the RNA basically matches up to your DNA, and then uh-huh. it goes and it has your body create certain proteins that make it do what it does. Mm-hmm. The neurons in octopus can change that RNA in specific ways, in detailed ways, and and not just like omit chunks, mm-hmm. actually change pieces to change their way their neurons grow and think. I did not know that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, so uh, one might ask, why have thou not taken over the world good question two reasons mm-hmm. they don't mm. live long enough they have very short lives yep and they're solitary uh but that's changing right mm-hmm. so the reason 
the biggest reason they don't live long enough is uh, the men die after sex. Did you hear about that? I did. I read the whole thing about how the women, how they met, women and men mate. Yeah. And then they both, they, yeah, the men die after sex and the females die basically after all the, uh, yeah, all the uh, little babies have hatched. Yeah. So basically what happens is the man, that they can regrow any of their arms, mm-hmm. except the man can't regrow his penis arm. And he's got an arm where it's not really a penis, but at the end of it, he's got something that he just places sperm in the woman. There are two ways that it happens, which I thought was interesting. One was he places it, he can actually put it himself in this tube mm-hmm. that uh, is like the f- woman's breathing tube. Mm-hmm. Um, and it actually will get blocked up, which is weirdly problematic. But the other way is he will just hand it to her. Okay. And she will only take it, the female o- octopus will only take it with right side ten- with right side arms. Really? Yeah, not left side. Always right side. They have no idea why, Okay. but always right side. But then after that, she rips off his arm, the only one that won't grow back, and he dies. I didn't read that. Yeah, and then she spends all of her <laughs> energy protecting the mm-hmm. eggs. And then dies. Yep. Uh, so the other thing, too, about them being non-social, spending so much time alone, so the non-social aspect makes them die earlier because they can't protect each other. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, they make an octopus, basically, mm-hmm. even though they're very evolved and smart, they're only as smart as they are and the things they learn in their life. Nothing gets passed down. Right. You know, there's no social behavior. I got you. Right, because they're, so, they're solitary. Yeah. So... Uh, but that may be changing because lately there have been two areas near Australia where octopus have been found living in groups and interacting more than ever before. Uh-oh. There is, uh, they've dubbed them, one of them, Octopolis, and the other one, Octlantis. And these are areas where a whole bunch of them are, are living, mm-hmm. and they're reaching out, they're touching each other, sometimes they're fighting, sometimes they're getting along, and... Uh, and so they are becoming social in this area. And mm-hmm. and the two areas are actually very close to each other. Mm-hmm. So it's like this area where I, it's the 2001 Oblast just got touched. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see if they go to war against each other. Or they go war against us. Well, they may go to war against each other first. Mm-hmm. They could, yeah, to make a king. Yeah. Or a queen. Yeah. Actually, if, if the dudes die after sex, they'll probably be a queen. Maybe. Uh, maybe they'll stop dying after sex. Maybe. Well, and so, uh, so I figured this is a game changer. And I thought about making them live longer so they can get smarter and take over. And I. But how get, does that make you rich? Well, that's what I was thinking, right? I was thinking I could get paid by some evil organization, but I don't know what evil organization to get paid for by this. Yeah. Right. Who would pay for that? Nerds. <laughs> Cthulhu obsessed nerds. So. People who love Cthulhu and love talking about octopus overlords, mm-hmm. you know, they're all talking about our overlords now. Uh, and uh, so what are we going to do? Uh, won't this take a long time? Well, no, because you're getting paid along the way. So this is what you're going to do. All right. You're going to catch some octopus. Mm-hmm. You're going to turn them into leather. Hmm. Uh, still in their octopus shape. Mm-hmm. You're going to cut out those eye holes. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're going to sell them as what really will be awesome Cthulhu masks. Mm. And people could put those octopus over their heads. The tentacles will hang down and they'll look like Cthulhu. And it'll mm-hmm. be really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
And you're going to, to even sweeten the deal so that no Lovecraft loving person will be able to not buy this way overpriced uh, mask. Uh huh. You're going to take a portion of your profits and you are going to artificially inseminate octopus. Oh, so in arms Octopolis, don't get ripped off. Uh huh. So where they are most social, we're gonna make sure they live longer, and uh, eventually the octopus will probably take over. But in the meantime, you'll get rich just from the idea of fostering the rise of Cthulhu. That's pretty solid, Noel. Yeah, it's pretty solid. I will say though that uh, we used to try to put octopuses over our heads when I worked as a chef. Mm-hmm. We get octopuses in. Most octopuses aren't that big. Well, you got to get a pretty big one. I guess. You got to get one with a. You know, we used to end up like sort of putting them on our head. So it was like we had big tentacly dreadlocks coming off our things. But we would periodically try to sort of spread the head open to see if we could fit it on top. And it just wouldn't happen. You know, the first time I ever heard that an octopus has a beak, I freaked out. Why? Because it's so weird. It's just like a bag. It's like a bag with arms and a beak. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make That's sense. That's the only hard thing in it. It doesn't make sense. It's a beak. It is a beak. That's exactly what it is. Drove me crazy. Uh-huh. Well, I'm impressed, Noel. You know, at the beginning of the... Before we did the show, uh-huh. you said, I got two very short ones. And uh, you manage... And I'm thinking, like, wow. Not going to get a Noel long-winded <laughs> thing. But you couldn't help yourself. <laughs> That's really <laughs> impressive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm busting your chops. That was a solid idea, Noel. Uh, I liked it. All right. <laughs> uh, Noel, let's talk about multitasking. Okay. Can we talk about multitasking? We can. It's not a real thing. Okay. It is scientifically proven that people cannot actually multitask. Mm-hmm. The definition of multitasking is doing multiple things at one time. Yeah. The human brain does not allow for that. Okay. The human brain allows for people to, uh, as one scientist said, people can't multitask very well. And when people say they can, they're deluding themselves. Mm -hmm. This is a neuroscientist. The brain is very good at deluding itself. Um, So this neuroscientist at MIT says that for the most part, we simply can't focus on more than one thing at a time. What we can do, he said, is shift our focus from one thing to the next with astonishing speed. Switching from task to task, you think you're actually paying attention to everything around you at the same time, but you're actually not. Mm -hmm. Um, You're not paying attention to two or three things simultaneously, but switching between them uh, very rapidly. Yeah. Okay? Now, I was like, oh, okay. That's interesting. I kind of had heard that before, but it wasn't. I didn't fully understand why uh-huh. that was. And uh, what ends up happening um, is that you actually don't do anything particularly well when you're doing multiple things like that because doing something well requires a certain amount of concentration and uh, paying attention to what you're doing. And so if you are constantly f- moving your focus from one thing to another so rapidly, you're not giving anything 100%, right? Mm-hmm. So if you have three, four things going on, uh, whether it's something that's mental, you're just bound to make mistakes, mm-hmm. right? And then I was thinking to myself, well, <clears throat> with uh, multitasking, 
Uh, we can't multitask. Maybe that's why robots are taking over. Okay. Right? And so I, I was sort of was looking at uh, uh, some stuff about robots, and it's really kind of terrifying. Um, basically, right now, theor- there, there aren't that many robots uh, in the U.S. economy. But the uh, way they've figured this out is that for each robot in the U.S. economy, it reduces employment by five and a half workers. Ooh. That's crazy, right? Yeah. Um, and every robot that is added to the workforce per 1,000 human workers causes wages to drop by as much as half a percent. Really? Yeah. Uh, we're um, doomed. Yeah, this was a, 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 a combined paper uh, study that was done by a, a researcher at MIT and a, and a BU, Boston University researcher, um, <clears throat> Uh, economists mm-hmm. and uh, right now as they say there are f- relatively few robots in the US economy and so the numbers of jobs lost due to the to, to these robots has been limited to between f- 350 and 650 thousand jobs mm-hmm. um, but at this point they're expecting robots uh, over the next two decades uh, to take over many more jobs. And basically, excluding managers, um, there is a really good chance that there will be a substantial decline in manual occupations uh, by, uh, what is it they say? Experts predict that the stock of robots in the U.S. will quadruple by 2025 Jumping to five point two five more robots per thousand workers. Um, this will serve to reduce the employment to population ratio by up to two percentage points, which will result in as many as two point six lower wage growth between twenty fifteen and twenty twenty five, and will amount in a staggering possibility of three and a half million jobs lost in just a decade it's crazy right yeah then i was thinking to myself well how the hell do we combat this Mm -hmm. and as you brought up this uh thing about uh octopuses Mm -hmm. is they have we as humans have a billion neurons, mm-hmm. but they're all in our brain. Yeah. They have 500 million neurons which spill out all over their body, many of them into their arms, which, as you said, allows the octopus's arms to literally have a mind of their own. Yeah. One arm can be doing one completely different thing while another is doing something else. And it's like, it's amazing. When you watch them, you realize that. Like when they, you'll have, they'll see one where the one one arm is unscrewing a bottle top and the other is reaching out to grab something and the other is checking out if something's going on over there and which yeah. way they're going to escape and, yeah. and all that stuff. And so this is one of the many things that fascinate scientists about octopuses. And... What they realized is, obviously, is that what they needed to do to uh, uh, figure out how and why octopuses do what they do, they needed 
to map their genome, which they'd never done, but they've done it now. Yeah. They figured out the genome. Now, the world of robotics is going crazy over this. Yeah. Particularly an arm of robots called soft robotics. And soft robotics is essentially uh, robots uh, that have... Uh, uh, where is it? Sorry, give me one second. It's a specific subfield of robotics dealing with constructing robots from highly compliant materials similar to those found in living organisms. Mm -hmm. Right? So we're basically talking about robots that can really act like humans. Yeah. Right? I was like, wow. We're going to be not just replaced by robots in the workplace. We're going to be replaced by robots in life. Yeah. Humans have to get their shit together yep. and make themselves irreplaceable. Yep. And then it struck me. Okay. We've mapped their genome. Yeah. We have their RNA. We have their DNA. Okay. We know how they work. CRISPR technology, my friend. <laughs> you love the CRISPR. Dude, come on now. Yeah. Now, this is not like, this is a get-rich-quick plan in the sense that you're going to get rich. Yeah. It's not going to happen as quickly as we normally like to uh -huh. think here. It's going to take a generation. But basically, you are going to replace genetic material in human beings, babies in particular, mm -hmm. not even born, like in utero, with genetic information from octopuses. Yeah to allow people's neurons to allow each of their arms to be completely autonomous. Yep. So what you will now have is you will have one person literally able to do the work of two. Yeah. No robot can do that. No. No robot can do that. You're going to make humans irreplaceable with their abilities. And you are going to be the person who creates this army. Yeah. You are going to be the person. That, I mean... You're going to make so much money on so many levels with this. I mean, there's the your army of multitasking human humans that you're going to hire out, that you're going to sell the science to. I mean, whatever it may be, this is the trillion dollar idea. Yeah. This is you're going to have the you're going to have the company that is just responsible for all of this. They're going to be crawling at your door. The government's going to be crawling at your door. Come on. What kind of super soldier would that be? Yeah. You know what I mean? One guy running a tank by himself, uh -huh. one arm loading the cannon, the yeah. other driving, doesn't even have to think about it. Nope. It's just happening. And the, all, all the time he's looking around and he's processing stuff here, but the arms are doing their own attention thing. Yep. On, the, on what he's doing. Exactly. With each thing, with whatever it is he's doing. Uh -huh. I think that's the, the, that, that to me is the future. Yeah, I love it. You know what? I love it so much, I almost had an exact same idea. No. I almost did, almost that, and then I, I didn't. I couldn't figure out the CRISPR part, uh, and so I- It's just CRISPR. <laughs> I figured you would uh, get a suit that has like some sort of control over your limbs mm -hmm. and has AI itself. That, that's, I guess, okay. Uh, and the reason I didn't do it mm -hmm. is my buddy Chris, for some reason, he hated it. And he's like, that's stupid, that's stupid. And then he's trying to tell me, he just kept going, you got to make a hat. <laughs> you need to make a hat. <laughs> Which actually, as goofy and stupid as that uh -huh. was, 
led me to Cthulhu masks. Yeah. Uh, so, and do you know Cut Chemist at all? No. Uh, well, listen to the beginning of this song. I'll just play the very, very beginning. That that'll be your theme. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, but they're not going to be robots. They're human beings. No, but Noel. people get ready. This that's what'll motivate the people to go out and get that's the crisper. Right. Oh, I see. Right. Yeah. That'll be that'll, that'll, be, that'll be in be all a, the commercials. All the commercials. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's it, man. Okay. You're changing the world. Yeah. And anytime you change the world, you're getting rid. Yeah. You are just you are a disruptor. That's right. Uh, yeah, I like it. So you know what else I like? What else is our? We'll and we'll keep this brief this week. Our uh, Josh and I, our our lifelong dream of selling out to corporate America. So what we do what we like to call our latest segment, Josh and I'll sell out, in which we explore every week ways that Josh and I are trying to sell out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, and and now I I, I will add this too. <laughs> With the move, uh, Radio Free Brooklyn needs some coin. It does. So now more than ever, uh, if you want to. You can go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org, go to the Get Rich Quick with Josh Knoll show page, hit the sponsor button, and pledge an amount for, uh, I'm not sure how it works now, I think it's reoccurring still, but for a more limited time mm-hmm. uh, on a monthly <clears throat> basis. And I'm sure you can give a recurring or a one-time. You can. I'm sure I'm you sure have that option. Uh, and half that money will go to Josh and I, <clears throat> and half that money... We'll go to Radio Free Brooklyn because they need it. Yep. Uh, if, if you decide that Josh and Noel are idiots and uh, messing where no man was meant to mess, trying to raise Cthulhu, <coughs> trying to change our genome, mm-hmm. uh, well, then you can go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org, hit the pledge button, and pledge a one-time or reoccurring amount that only will go to Radio Free Brooklyn. You get a tax break. You get to leave a note. And... You can say, get these guys off the air, and they'll do it in a heartbeat. That's right. Right gonna, now. Right gonna, now, more than ever. I'm going to say this. Uh-huh. If all of our listeners just gave $1, yeah. I guarantee that Radio Free Brooklyn would have $10. If all our listeners gave a dollar, we'd be building a tower in Midtown. Mm, yes, we would. There you go. That's right. Uh, so... Uh, and, and that's it. I want to keep the focus on that this week. We'll, we're going to skip our sponsor because we don't have time. We're just going to pay attention for Radio Free Brooklyn. Uh-huh. But uh, we're still not going to forget you guys. Nope. Yeah, I know you guys have relied on, hey, 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 two schemes uh, each isn't enough. We need a little no more. We need a little more. So we got a little more. Don't worry. Uh, that's Josh. Please take it away. Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week, brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. The second tip to becoming extremely wealthy is avoidance. Practice avoiding all the things that detract your wealth. There's an old saying that goes, if your right hand causes you to sin, chop it off. And there's many examples of this. Let's say, for instance, that you always go on Instagram and there's one or two particular pages that always get you in trouble. Try to block those pages and keep yourself away from looking at those pages. For instance, when I first started out on my journey, I couldn't change my whole entire environment, but I could change the way I was talking to myself. 
So if people were gossiping, or they're talking about death, or they're talking about violence, and they're talking about foolishness, I would say to myself, I'm successful, I'm happy, I'm becoming richer every day, I'm moving to greater places, I'm surrounded by better people. And I firmly believed it until I was able to manufacture that result. I see that dude sitting in school, uh-huh. getting picked on and beat on, and that's his mantra. Like, that's what he's just saying. I'm better than this. I'm going to be rich. I'm going to be... Like, that's his sad, I'm yeah. getting beat up at school It might be mantra. Sad. Yeah. If I may pull out my best Donald Trump imitation. Daniel Alley. Daniel Alley. Everyone loves Daniel Alley. That's right. But you know who doesn't love Daniel Alley? Who? Octopuses. Yeah, they hate him. You know who they do love? Who? You. Oh. And you know what they love? What? Making money. Yeah, we're going to get it all in one shot then. How do octopuses make money, Noel? I'm going to tell you how they make money for you, the listener. Uh, So uh, I don't know if you know who Paul the Octopus is. Nope. Well, I'll tell you. Uh, Paul was an octopus whose keepers would present him with two boxes of food. Each had a soccer team about to play on uh, on the box. This was during the, uh, as I recall, it was uh, over a few things. It was over multiple things. Oh, was I thought it yeah. was just the? Uh... That's where he hit fame. Okay, so uh, so they started. We're not going to tell him what we're talking no, about. No. <laughs> <laughs> we're just going to hint at it. You guys know what we're talking about, right? Uh, uh, so uh, he accurately picked the winners of four of six Germany's Euro 2008 matches. And 100% of their 2018 World Cup matches. Overall record for all the predictions he's made in his life? Uh huh. 85.7%. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, as a matter of fact, he was a far better predictor than Australia's Leon the Porcupine. <laughs> he was better than Serbia's Petty the Pygmy Hippopotamus. Uh-huh. Uh, he beat Ghana's Anton the Tamarin. And uh, he Cameron, even, like like the fruit. I don't know what it is. I guess a monkey. Oh, okay. Uh, and uh, he even beat Singapore's Manny the Parakeet, who came the closest. Mm-hmm. People went crazy for Paul. Yeah, they did. I, I actually remember that. I didn't remember that his name was Paul. Yeah, and not just people, gamblers mm. bet on what Paul told them to. They ran, and they bet Mm -hmm. on Paul. Uh, But, you know, many people believe that Paul was actually being coached. Hmm. Uh, They they believe there might have been differences in the food, which were the cause of the choices. Oh, that's interesting. Right? So the the books were cooked. Uh, But really, when it comes down to it, who knows? Who cares? People love taking the vice of octopuses. That's something we learned. It's true. <laughs> it is. Uh, and not just octopuses. Apparently, they like taking the advice of porcupines, pygmies. <laughs> you know, we take uh, groundhog advice. I was going to say, yeah. we, take, we listen to groundhogs all the time. All the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, how do we get on this? And not only how do we get on this, how do we up the game and get a big slice of it? Do it. Well, I'm going to tell you what we're going to do, what you're going to do, the listener. You are going to open an octopus hedge fund <laughs> where you have a hedge fund with uh-huh. hefty fees mm-hmm. uh, where all trades are picked 
by an octopus. Can the octopus's name be Algorithm? So you can say we have an amazing algorithm doing all of our stock picks. You're, you're, it can be called Octorhythm. Oh. Yeah. That sounds like a disco. Yeah. Ah, you know, I made the best name for an improv group once. <laughs> Which was? And it was a group that was for, it was guaranteed only to be together for three months. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I wasted it on, on this short-lived team. Uh-huh. It was uh, uh, Roctagon. A great name. That's a great name, right? Roctagon. Why is that? N- for name improv, your hedge fund for an improv group. Yeah, for an improv group and for a hedge fund. So name your octopus hedge fund. Roctagon. That's fine, but I think you should call the octopus. His name should be Algorithm. Okay. No one needs to know that it's a. No, it's they, an, need, oh, to you, they need to know. I think they will line oh, up okay. because of that. Yeah, that's true. I'm not saying this octopus is a stock genius. Yeah. I'm saying people line up, and you're charging hefty fees on every I gotcha. transaction. I gotcha. I misunderstood. I thought it was the octopus will start picking all your stocks because they're so goddamn smart. No. No. Octopus don't know stocks. How do you know? Yeah. Who knows? If they do, then you're even extra bonus. I mean, do they know football? Well, that's what I'm saying. They, they may or may not have cooked books. Well, I'm assuming. I'm going with they didn't. Okay. I'm going with they didn't, and octopuses just have an incredible intuition. It might be. Because I think they're alien creatures. They might be. Hawaiians thought that. Yeah. Uh, so what what do you got? Um, oh, got something. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> mine is very quick, though, that, I'm going to say. We're, we're, nearing the, uh, <clears throat> we're nearing the end zone. All right. So I don't know if you saw this, if you read about this, but in particular... The giant Pacific octopus has been observed both in captivity and in the wild decorating their dens. They take shells of mollusks, crabs, and coconuts, as well as anything else, shiny things that they can find. Mm -hmm. Um, There was even recently a video of an octopus uh, covering itself with shells to protect itself from a shark. Really? That bit down on it and couldn't break through. Because of the shells, and the octopus was able to squidge out from its mouth and teeth. They're so awesome. To do it. And they like to find pretty things. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, so Ringo Starr said, Octopus's Garden was written because he was talking to this uh, uh, submarine captain uh-huh. who was explaining to him how octopuses would make these gardens with these shells and stuff like that. And... Uh, People say that it was to protect their dens, um, but a lot of a lot of scientists believe that uh, uh, they're intentionally artful designs. Sure, they like the aesthetics. They like the aesthetics of it. And I thought, what if you took uh, uh, put vases mm-hmm. and uh, uh, wire and whatever it may be, anything you want to cover. And then you just threw in a tank with a great Pacific octopuses, diamonds, gold, rubies, all this super high money, expensive stuff, and then let the octopus create the art on these things. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Right? Like, so you would throw a vase in sideways. The vase would become its den. Over a period of a month, it would decorate it with all these bangles and baubles. And you've got a one-of-a-kind objet d'art. Right, because it'll never be done again the same way by the octopus, 
right? And you can sell it. And as we all know, you cover anything in gold and platinum and jewels uh-huh. as as our spend that monies have oh, shown over and over again. It. You know, gold toilet paper, gold toilets, mm-hmm. uh, 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 burgers with gold on them, mm-hmm. uh, pearls in your ice cream. Doesn't matter what it is. It's a fortune. Yeah. You know? And so that's it. You're just having like like uh objet de art mm-hmm. with made with uh uh expensive object. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Octet Octet de Art. That's great. Thanks. Yeah, people pay uh a hefty, hefty they will premium. They will. Uh you know what guys? What? If you wanna Give us a premium mm-hmm. or a tithe because you owe us because <clears throat> you are now super rich that's because right. of listening to our show and, and you forgot to pay us. That's right. I wonder if people are sending, and this, this is important, if you uh-huh. guys need to, we don't give out our address, and you should not be sending our tithes to Radio Free Brooklyn mm-hmm. because those are for us. Yeah. Um, they may see it as a uh, as a donation. Yeah, they might. And so they're taking tens of millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars, mm-hmm. putting it in the bank, thinking it's for them. We want these fancy digs. Don't send it to Radio Free Brooklyn. They'll get a taste. Yeah, we're not gonna we're not gonna forget the little people in our lives. Yeah, but you need to get our address. Yeah, so you need to f- contact us. That's right. And the way you do that, Noel, is how. Well, you can get us on Twitter at GRQ Josh Noel. Uh, you can email us. At GRQ with Josh and Noel at gmail.com. Or you can Facebook us at Facebook slash GRQ Josh Noel. You can find my dog on Instagram at Herschel underscore the <laughs> underscore Doxador. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, you can, that covers it, right? Or is there another way to contact us? Yeah, you can go on iTunes. You can subscribe. Oh, you can rate. You can leave a review. Us. You can that's leave a, a review. Well, you know what? This is what you can do. Okay. If you're super rich now because of us, mm-hmm. hire a detective. We're not that tricky. <laughs> You know, we don't live secret lives. It may seem like it, like we're some mysterious radio people. Mm-hmm. We're not. We're just humans. Mm. Some of us are. We're just humans. I am. <laughs> You're a fucking octopus in human skin. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, go on to iTunes. Uh, rate us. Review us. Uh, feedback is always good, and it's important in terms of uh, getting people... Around the world to listen to our show. That's right. And and hey, you know what, people? If you only listen to us on podcasts, we urge you, tune in Saturday nights, 8 o'clock. Get the tips five days before anyone else. Radio Free Brooklyn. <clears throat> Art Star scene before us. You know, I, I said the wrong uh, team, uh, wrong show behind us last week. I got to look up exactly who it is. I'm a, well, I'm whatever. a jerk. The point being is, you know, however you prefer to listen to us, you should take a listen to Radio Free Brooklyn. There's a lot of good stuff going on there that doesn't necessarily, particularly the music stuff, which is fantastic. Yeah. Really eclectic. A lot of variety. If you're interested in anything that's not just regular bullshit top 40 terrestrial radio, uh, you should take a listen because there's a lot of interesting people and interesting music going on there. And it's not all available on iTunes. Yeah. So there you go. There you go. That's Radio Free Brooklyn dot org or dot com dot, dot either yeah uh so guys this time you got so much money you gotta do something with it you're not an octopus you can't hold it so mr josh please take it away
This is another diamond that hasn't ever been available for public sale, but because of its notoriety and history, is thought to be worth over $1 billion. Known as the Koh-i-Noor, which is Persian for Mountain of Light, this 105.6 carat diamond is a part of the British Crown Jewels, set in the crown of Queen Elizabeth. It is only ever worn by women because it is thought to be unlucky for men. Some think this diamond was first found by humans over 5,000 years ago, with it being referred to as the Simantaka Jewel in Sanskrit writings, but the first confirmed record dates back to 1526 when it was in the possession of the Indian conqueror Babur. For the next 300 years, it regularly changed hands between various Indian and Persian leaders as they fought each other, but was gifted to Queen Victoria in 1850 as a peace offering. So there you go. Gifted as a peace offering. Um, and now India wants it back. Yeah. It's worth a billion dollars, that one diamond. The interesting thing about that, and I cut it out because just for time's sake, not the interesting, but an interesting thing about it. It originally was not as highly valuated mm -hmm. uh, in its original form because they didn't like the cut of it. And so they shaved off. It was a bigger diamond, mm -hmm. and they had to shave off several carats of it to reshape it. In the because uh, I think it was originally a pear shape, or it's a pear shape now, and it was an oval shape before, something like that. Uh -huh. And that made it much nicer to people, and then the valuation went up. Really? So it was actually a bigger diamond. Oh. Unbelievable. That huh? is. Unbelievable. All huh? right, guys. So now you know how you're going to spend that money. How money. Do you, how do you uh, know that our ideas are worth risking that money to get that more money? Because Josh scours the internet for rules of getting rich quick, to which... I scour it. I'm actually of officially probably running out of rules. Well, we'll switch it up at the end, then. We'll, I'm we'll just, find something no, else. No, no, no. I just mean it. Yeah. I'm just saying it's like I'm on page 30 of Google. All right. And we've passed almost everything. Uh -huh. So, uh, Josh, where do our rules come from? Our, our rare rules. Uh, our, our rules today are a step-by-step -step guide to making a million dollars from how to become a millionaire. Okay. Uh... Rule number one, Noel, you need a source of income. <laughs> That's right. You need a source of income. We'll leave it at that. All right. <laughs> Rule number two, Noel. Uh-huh. You ready? Yes. Save some of your income. Yeah. Save them. Yeah. Save them like we're going to save those uh, octopus who we're artificially inseminating so they don't have to tear the only arm that won't regrow back off and That's let right. these octopus live a little longer did you know that octopus take over if they're in an environment where they are not stimulated mm -hmm. they will eat their own arms i didn't yeah Ooh. like if they're just in a tank yeah with nothing there and they're there for a long time they'll eat themselves i'll bite my own fingernails uh and finally noel rule number three okay monitor and repeat the process that's right eight times that's right. Uh, so there you go. Looks like we're getting rich as always. So once again for Josh. And Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place.